The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 18th chapter. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city, there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, grant me justice against my opponent. For a while, he refused. But later, he said to himself, though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out continually by coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? This is the gospel of the Lord. What comes to your mind when you think of the word persistence? What comes to my mind immediately is an almost three-year-old who asks for a cookie, even though they have been told no once before. And they will keep on asking for that cookie, no matter how many times I try to explain, you can have one a little bit later, after lunch. You can have one after you've cleaned up your toys. And yet, the question remains, can I have a cookie? (laughs) Maybe what comes to your mind is a neighborhood kid coming to your door to sell either Boy Scout cookies or Girl Scout candies or some wrapping paper or whatever for their sport or their organization. And as you look through their little brochure and catalog, you think to yourself, There is nothing in here that I really need or want. And you try to explain that to them, and they just look up at you with these big eyes and say, can't you just buy something for someone else in order to support this? And you finally give in because they are so persistent in their sales tactics that you just, like, can't take it anymore. But now think for a moment about a time when you were the one who was persistent. Maybe you realized you were overcharged for something and you got on the phone and you end up having to talk to like six different people to have them correct your bill and take off the charges that you weren't supposed to have to be charged in the first place. Maybe you found yourself having to fight on someone's behalf whether for your own or on behalf of someone else. Maybe you saw when um, they were not being listened to or not being treated fairly or when someone had gone over their head or when you were trying to help them or get them help in some way and you found yourself being so persistent, making one more phone call, talking to one more person, trying to help, trying to get help that they needed. In our Bible story today, Jesus tells us another parable for us to try and wrestle with and try and figure out what might he 
be saying to us in our lives of faith here and now. We have this unjust judge and this poor widow who in some way has been mistreated. All right, I'll keep that off to the side for now. Now think back to the Old Testament story of Moses and the people of Israel as they were leaving Egypt out of the hand of slavery and walking through this wilderness. God provided for them. God provided for what they needed, even if they didn't always trust that to be so. Even if at some times they were struggling, thinking that they would have been better off in Egypt in slavery. And so God said to Moses, every night from the heavens will fall manna, this flaky substance, which will be more than enough for people to eat every day. And so then Moses also, or God also instructed Moses to take some of that manna and to put it in a jar and to hold it in front of the people as a reminder, as a sign to them that God, in fact, will provide for them, that God, in fact, will be with them and will listen and hear their every cry, their every prayer, that it will be a reminder to them that they are not alone, even in the midst of this wilderness that they find themselves in. So what is it that's in your jar? What's the sign or the reminder in your life of faith that God is in fact with you, that God hears your prayers, that God doesn't leave you alone, that God does provide for you. In my own life, I think as I look back, the thing that I have in my glass jar is a journal, a journal that I've kept at various times throughout my life that I've written in along the way, especially in those times in which I found myself in those wilderness places. When I didn't exactly know what the future would bring, when I didn't exactly know what decisions I should make of where I should go next, of how things would work out, those times in my life when I felt most alone, and those times in my life when I didn't always think or see things as being fair. And as I've been able to look back and read those entries now, I can see the ways in which God was in fact with me all throughout those most difficult times and places of my lives, even if I couldn't see it at the time. It's a journal that has reminded me of this God who comes to us in the most unexpected ways and through people, through experiences and situations that we find ourselves in. Its pages are filled with prayers and conversations with God, my questions and my worries and my fears and my dreams. Its pages span over the course of several years of my life. And as I look back, I'm able to see what I couldn't see at the time, of how things did end up working out, of the people who were there for me along the way. It would have been easy for me to give up at any point along that wilderness time, but I didn't. I kept on writing, and I kept on praying to God. We never hear what the wilderness experience for this widow is, 
We never hear of how it is that she's been treated unfairly, but we do hear that she has a case, that she has every right to make her case before this judge, to be corrected, to receive justice. And in coming all by herself, we also hear how vulnerable she has. She has no one to speak on her behalf. And so she has the courage and the bravery to not give up, but to make her case before this unjust judge. She is up against the impossible. A judge who doesn't care doesn't even care about people around him, and furthermore, doesn't even care about what God thinks of him. He is a man solely focused on himself. And the law at that time was very clear about the need to show protection and to care for the orphans, the resident aliens who were living in that land, and the widows, the people of society who would have least been likely to have someone help them or speak for them, to have anyone to stand up for them. Now, like some parables where there's a clear image of God in the story, this is not one of those parables. There is not a God figure in this story. Rather, there's the opposite of the God figure in the story. The unjust judge is the exact opposite of who our God is. If the judge, who has no need for God, no respect for anyone else other than him, eventually gives in because he's tired of dealing with this widow, because literally he is worried that she is going to give him a black eye because of how persistent she is, then the question that Jesus actually asks here is how much more would God give to us? How much more would God, who is just, who is loving, who is caring, give to us who ask from him? God who listens to us day and night. Now, sometimes we forget that God's timing may be different than our own. Sometimes the prayers we pray, we expect, we hope, we long for an immediate answer, exactly in the way that we have asked. We want to see this instant change that affects the situation exactly in the way that we want it to. And we might not see the ways in which God uses us and works through us, sometimes to speak, sometimes to be a part of the change that we pray for. Like the widow, we have to be persistent. We can't give up the first time that we try something and it doesn't work out. We can't allow ourselves to believe that God doesn't care or doesn't listen to us. We can't believe those who try to tell us that it's for nothing that we pray. We can't let ourselves believe that we have no power to push for and to advocate for justice. 
not only for ourselves, but for those around us to seek help and healing for the people around us. And though it might seem as if Jesus will never come again and make right everything that seems so askew in our world, we have to hold on to that hope that Jesus will come again. And until that day comes, we have to be the people working toward trying to make God's kingdom for our world a little closer to reality. No easy task. But in all things, each and every day, Jesus puts these words before us. Let us pray always and not lose heart. May you have the strength to do that this week and every week. And may you always trust God's promise of blessings to you. Amen.